Albion, Chapter 4, Downtime. There's a wooden table with a large leather-clad book with the title Albion set upon it in a crowded medieval inn. Light gray smoke wafts through the air as people pass in front of a stone fireplace with a vibrant flame crackling within. A set of hands opens the book and flips through the comic book-like pages until it stops at a titled page titled Chapter 4, Downtime. Hi, I'm Dave, and I'm the GM of Albion. If this is your first time listening, you should know that Albion is a bit different from most other RPGs, as in this game is cut up into scenes, and the players will take on the different roles of different NPCs. I'll also make references to the pages and panels. That's because I imagine the story taking place like a graphic novel. So, I really hope you will enjoy listening to the adventures of Albion. Now, let's introduce our players. Jimmy, why don't you start first? Just tell us who you're playing, a little bit what your character looks like, and what their goals are. My name is Jimmy Fool, and I'll be playing Rolo O'Kitter, who is a rat catcher currently in the city of Bolahat. He is uh, down on his luck and uh, constantly wearing a hood. He is a rat catcher, so he looks exactly how you think a rat catcher might look like someone who crawls around in the sewers. He's in a bit of a predicament now because he's been asked to steal something, and he has stolen something, but maybe not exactly what he was supposed to steal. We'll find out. Ooh, very good, very good. Hey, Nat, why don't you go next? Yeah, tell us what your character's name is, what she looks like a little bit, and what her goals are. She's not the prettiest to look at, to be honest. Okay. She's not ugly, but she's not pretty. And uh, she kind of just finished killing off. I don't. I lost count of the people. Okay. And somehow managed to not get a single scratch. Now, could you say that again? Just a little closer to the mic, please. She's, uh, she just finished killing, like, a, a bunch of people. Okay. Um, she's kind of starting to realize the extent of everything that's happened around her, so. Perfect. Peter, why don't you go next? Okay. Uh, uh, Takrin is uh, a young man, uh, tall, uh, handsome, but his exterior appearance of promising youth hides growing disquiet in his heart. He's experienced battle for the first time in his life, and to his dismay, he's discovered demons within his soul that have surfaced and caused him to fight fiercely uh, without much thought to his own life. Great. He, he struggles with this, for his father warned him of those taken by demons on the battlefield and how often their lives are cut short. Awesome. And Pascal, why don't you go last? Yeah. So my character is called the Nameless. This is so because she is going through a coming of age quest where she must uh, defeat a powerful foe. And at the end, she will finally have her name. Nice. And Appearance-wise, she's, she's nothing particular, really. Kind of looks uh, any ordinary person. Nothing really outstanding. And that's it. 
Okay. Great. Alright. So, with that underway, we move on to our first scene. Alright. So, scene one is about Takrin and Feedhelm and the others who work together to gather up weapons and clear up the dead bodies from the roadhouse. The scene takes place hours later after the work is done and the heroes have had a chance to unwind. So in this particular scene, I'll I'll set it and basically the player characters and NPCs really kind of like have a chance to kind of explore or, or do what they want within the confines of the roadhouse. So, so uh, in this scene, there is Takran and Feedhelm, which is our two player characters. Uh, Jimmy, uh, take on the role of Rogan again. Yes. Yes. And Pascal, you take on the part of Morwen. Okay, great. I'll take on the part of Gerald, who is uh, busy cooking the night's supper after cleaning up the kitchen and sorting out the food that has not been spoiled. I'll also uh, be taking on the part of Gwen. Gwen was the serving girl who was kind of rescued from Feedhelm, and she put herself between uh, the red caps and her and then slew these foes quite handily. So now Gwen in the scene is very kind of dependent on Friedhelm, where it's hard for her to trust anyone. And she kind of sees uh, Friedhelm as her protector. So chapter four downtime is quite special as it is a single page that unfolds upon itself several times, opening up like an accordion. The art illustration is split into several smaller panels that flow into each other like a mosaic mural, telling a narrative story of these short stories. The first panel is a close-up of a clinched dagger. It saws back and forth the thick hemp rope that dangles the broken neck of what might have been the blacksmith. His face turned a sickly purple and his tongue protrudes out of his chapped dead lips. The next panel shows the rope being cut, and the dead man slams on the wooden floor with a wind sounding whump. It shit covers the legs of this dead man, as he must have soiled himself after death, filling the room with a pugnant reek not easily forgotten. The next panel is that of Morwen, who stands aside her mouth agape in disgust, as Takran grabs the dead man by the shoulders and drags him outside with the others. And the final page is Friedhelm and Gerald as they pick up weapons outside and place them into the cart. Then Friedhelm guides the ox cart into the stables and secures it in the roadhouse. The final panel has a text bubble that reads at the top in bold black text saying, later that night. The drawing down below shows the inside of the roadhouse where the heroes resting inside. Wooden chairs around tables, Gerald was away in the kitchen cooking salted ham and boiling vegetables for the night's dinner. Gwen, the serving girl, sits close to Feedhelm, side holding under her arm, never muttering a word. There is a moment of silence that is quickly broken when Takran says, Okay, so uh, Takran is uh, sitting opposite Morwen, and he has his hands on the table and is looking intently upon her. He says, I know you wanted to kill that man at the, the ambush site. That lad, remember? Yeah, well, he died anyways, I guess. I'm sorry. I'm just... I don't know. I. You have things to deal with. I have things to deal with. 
more when But it's true. I would I feel like I would have killed him if he hadn't died just from blood loss. I'll tell you why I stayed your hand. When we were fighting, it was like I wasn't myself. When I cut that man open and hacked at the other, it, it was like I was taken by some evil spirit. I wasn't... I wasn't... I don't know if I'm capable of acting like that. But when you start killing, it, it's hard to stop. I should have let you do it. I, I should have let you find out. You're supposed to be a soldier. I'm sorry I stayed in your hand, but I, I was trying to be merciful. I hope you understand. You know, my mom drafted me thinking I could be like her. She's like feed help. She's just, she loves more. She's just like, fighting is her best element. And I never understood that because that's not, to me, that's not, I don't know. I'm a princess. I just, <laughs> but then I was held captive. And I kept thinking the only reason I'm like this is because of my riches and my fucking my heritage, all the jewels that I want, all, all the luxury. I could have died just from that, and I was fed up. I'm fed up. Fuck it. If my mom wants me to be like this, I will be like this. It doesn't matter anymore. Morrowind, it's not true. I could have ended up the way you were. I just thought. I believed it. I I fell for the trap as much as you did. I just thought if that thought that woman had been raped, I didn't want to go up to her and make it frighten her. I thought I thought a a female face might might be better for her. It would have been me if it wouldn't have been her. It would have been I me just... with the dagger to his throat. No, whatever. It it happens. Look, I don't know why you're talking to me about this, but... Somehow I feel... Like I wanted to kill this. I was actually jealous when you went into that roadhouse and you just butchered that man. I still hadn't had my chance, and yet I don't even want that chance. I just... I... I'm sorry, I need to be on my own. I'm sorry. And Morin just turns her back away, and no matter what Takrin says, she will not respond anymore. She has her head in her hands, and she's just trying not to sob. And Takrin. I keep... You keep using this phrase, demons. But you gotta be careful with that, man. The wrong person hears that, they're not gonna... They're not going to realize you're talking about how you feel. They're going to take that literally. You don't think I was taken by a demon? Did you see the way I was acting? <laughs> it's the first time you killed anybody, right? I thought I'd be scared. I thought I'd, I'd form up lines with the rest of you, fight shoulder to shoulder, but I just yelled at the top of my lungs and I tried to kill them, one after the next. That's instinct. Takes over. When you live on the streets, that's all we have. 
not the way a soldier is supposed to fight, but I suppose it's what it's in me blood. Soldier's supposed to fight and win. Doesn't matter how it's done. Doesn't matter how sloppy it is, just as long as it gets done. Right. So it's the human nature. What's that? So it's ju it's the human nature, not the soldier. I... I guess it's hard for me to understand exactly what happened. Because, on one hand, I agree with you. But on the other hand, I don't really think that I'm, that I'm ready for this. There is no getting ready for this. I... If Luellen were here, he'd say something along the lines of, You live, you die. Okay. You still here. Well, I didn't think you could you could fight like the rest of us, but you, you probably killed more of those villains than the rest of us. I... I guess, but... I don't even know what it's for. Oh. I guess I'm still not used to it. I think I should be used to it. Well, we're all, we're all new ladies. Seasoned warriors, no? <laughs> <laughs> How many weeks were you in there, um, uh, Rogan? I... It was just a couple of weeks longer than you. Not even. But I, I grew up on the streets. I've been fighting since I, I could walk. So fighting, I, I can understand. Killing is, is something different. This is new. I've fought a lot, and it's, it's similar to this. You get, it's terrible to say, you get used to it. You get used to the violence, right? And you can feel it tip. Fighting is one thing, but this is a whole other level. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is, this is the point of the sword. This is the end where it tips. It goes from you just bruising up a guy or breaking his arm or smashing him around and standing over and laughing at him to him pulling out a knife and ending you forever. This is the tipping point. I guess it's too late to go back now, huh? Isn't that like you to join the Not exactly. Actually, I kind of just wanted to follow in my mom's footsteps. That's your mom's axe, right? My mom would love you. Your mom would? My mom would love you. <laughs> I, I mean... She's exactly like you, except older and a queen. My mom used to be part of her, her protector, the brides of the act, but she's... My mom's so much better than I, than I am. She could handle a fight, and people... I don't know if I can handle either. How do you think she learned? She got into fights. Yeah, but she knows how to not break someone's bones. And how do you think she learned? Practice? Yeah, but, I mean, she's... Wow, my mom would kill her, wouldn't she? If that's well, your mom's axe, then your mom is a killer. Huh. I... It, for some reason, it didn't... It didn't register until now. 
Gwen smiles and she starts undoing Friedhelm's hair and she starts to braid it while you guys talk. <laughs> so cute. All of our ancestors were killers. The tribes used to war against each other with no end. I guess that's why we're alive now, huh? Gerald finishes cooking dinner and comes out. You could the smell of uh, salted pork in the air. He pours out uh, flagons of short beer, which is kind of like watered-down beer, and he pours it for each one of you. Steamed vegetables, kind of like butter on wooden plates. He passes it around, and he sits next to Taquin, and he says, So I, uh, I look to the larder, and uh, there's some stuff, some supplies we could take. Maybe we put it on the wagon. I don't know. What do you want to do? I do well. You're stronger than this one. Oh. Uh, what, what, what should we do, Dapper? I guess we should take the supplies that the army could need. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But, uh, isn't the, isn't the wagon full already? Irontown. Irontown, that's, that's, that's pretty much what they said. How much more can we fit on the wagon? <sighs> well, I looked at it, we, we, uh, Gathered up the spears, a couple swords, uh, a couple clubs. Uh, the leader's uh, mishmash armor that we threw on the back. Yeah. What I saw in the larder would probably fit. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take the most valuable things we can. We're gonna sell them in Iron Town for ourselves. We'll split the profits five ways. We'll have money to. Have a proper leave later. Bring back to our families some sort of day. Nice. I'll uh, I'll get on that uh, in the morning. Right. I'll clean up the kitchen. Thank you for dinner. Well, yeah, well, I've been dreaming about this for for years. In the uh, kind of cooped up in that office, and uh, this is the first time I've, I've had a chance to come out on that. Uh, well, uh, the war band like this, I suppose. Well, you seem handy with your your hands. You're you're our best healer, our best cook, quartermaster, and all. Could yeah. you um? Could you fix me shield? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'll take a look at it. I'll. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get on it. Gerald uh, walks across the room, picks up your shield, and like drags it into uh, the kitchen where he gathers tools. I don't know what we'd do without him. <laughs> we wouldn't eat, that's for sure. Eating <laughs> raw ham, that's... Ugh, raw ham. Shits for weeks last time I ate raw ham. <laughs> ate raw ham? Yeah. Yeah, I ate raw ham. Out of the back of a... Garbage pit. Typical. So why don't you just do that? Oh, oh well. If if you and your highness decide that I should, then that's right. Yes, little poor old me shouldn't eat out of a garbage pit. No, I mean while we're here, I don't. We can't afford you to be sick. I didn't do it out of choice. So what? Don't be poor. No. I'll, I'll work on that. 
You hear that, your highness? I've been ordered not to not to be poor. Just whatever Morin, who didn't even eat, just tosses her food at Rogan. Just like, take this anyways. Just like, forget what I said. Whatever. And this is like some kind of half-hearted apology. Rogan takes the food and <sighs> I eats. said nothing. It's not what not. Princess, you should also eat. I'm not hungry. My food? Are you sure? Yeah. Just then, the front door opens, and Malcolm, the owner of the roadhouse, steps in. I stand up. I nod. Without a word, Malcolm sits towards the the rest of you and buries... He puts his pistol on the table and he buries his hands into his face. What happened? I, uh... I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I ran around the back when the fighting started. There was a man in the outhouse taking a shite, and I leveled my pistol at him. And I, I couldn't do it. I held him there for an hour, two hours, and I just let him walk away. One got away. I don't know. What does it matter? I mean. What's the point? If the world could be so shitty, what's the point of being here? Takran, he's going for reinforcements. We need to we need to go. So what do we do? Our wagon was slowly to outrun anyone who could chase them, but it's a nighttime now. We're not gonna find anyone in this night. We gotta go first thing in the morning. I'll keep watch until <laughs> the sun comes up. We'll have to take turns. I'll take second watch. Each of us will. Be down. You'll take first watch. Uh, Rogan, you'll take second. I'll take third. Laurel, you're fourth. Gerald, you last watch. Oh, well, Gerald is Gerald. Tell him when he comes. You hear hammering from the kitchen as he's trying to repair your shield. Right. Well, we'll give him last watch. He, he can, uh, we'll have to... We don't want to get taken off guard the way they were taken off guard by us. Do you Duncan, bring him up mountain in the stable? Pardon? Do you need me to bring the wagon in from the stables just in case we leave? No. No, if, if, if we need to run away from them, we won't have time to get the wagon. We'll just have to scatter, but I think we're gonna fight. They come. Malcolm, is there a place in here? Basement? A loft? Somewhere that's defensible? They took everything I had. There's no place to what the point is anymore. You said that maybe I'd feel better getting revenge, but I, the fact of the matter is I'm a coward. Just I didn't do it. Really for everyone. Doesn't mean you gotta give up. If you can't kill them, help us kill them. That's not gonna bring back my kind. It's not gonna bring back my wife. But what's the point if you're dying anyway? What's the point is indeed last. If you're dying anyways, take a bunch of people down with you. It's what I said last time. It is. Whatever. I don't know what I should do. What do you want, Malcolm? I want to take this gun and I want to blow my brains out. That's what I want to do. Not an option. I just Malcolm. don't. You look like you've seen a few years. I'm sure this is the first iron ship that's come here lately. Nothing like this, boy. Nothing like this. 
None of us can tell you what to do, but I'd like to see you. That's all I can say. Thanks. What do you cling to, warrior? He, uh, Malcolm, looks at you, and with kind of like reddish eyes and in the uh, tear-struck cheeks, he looks at you and goes, "What do you cling to? Hope of the future." What hope is there for me when all everything that I loved was taken away? Everything. You have no kin, no brothers, nothing. I had this place. This was my life. And those fuckers came in here and they ripped it apart from me. Were you anywhere before you were here? Another home? Uh, families. I had family in Cove. Cove, that's where I'm from. Huh. You, uh... Soldier? Your father was Owen? Aye. <laughs> that makes you a little talker. As we you when you were just a boy. You, you said your my father said you went to become a traveling trainer or something like that. That's before I got married. Lad. My wife wanted to spend what coin we had from farming and sheeping. We opened up the roadhouse. Now my wife is married about a now my wife is buried about a mile from here. Clean the dead bodies, so I guess I should be appreciative. Could go back. Back to Cove. Um, do what? Cry. You can't stay here. Or I suppose you could, but not by yourself. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You'll uh, forgive me if I'm not here by the morning. Your fate is in your hands. What about you, warrior? He says as he looks at Tweedha. What think you? I. I just think that you should be considered. Why? Well, because even though it, you can't see it right now, there's a lot more to life. Even if you've lost everything. Especially if you've lost everything. A lot more to life, you say. What more to life is there my missing last? The honoring of your memories, for one. Do you really think that your wife and child would want to see you give up? Would want to see you in the state that you are? No. Do you really think it would make them happy to see you wanting to give everything up, your entire life, 
because they're I'd rather just be with them in the afterlife I don't think they would want that for you how do you know because I know I would want the same thing for my parents <sighs> come with us you can tell us about the road that lies ahead you can do you can be of value Tell you about what? Where exactly is supposed to be going? Iron Town. Iron Town. <laughs> they got their share of troubles there. Because there is no happiness in Iron Town, I'll tell you that much. We don't oh, go no. to make them happy. <sighs> the warband there turned against their mask, split the town in two. They're rebelling? Yeah, there was a warbound there, uh, the, the bastards of the underworld. Ah, civil strikers go first. Their uh, captain declared himself uh, the new magistrate and threw the old magistrate out. They were going to send a messenger, but he, he never made it. He was one of the people who killed him. I in. A messenger to the queen to tell her that taken over the town? Is that it? Well, I... I don't know that much about it, but from what I understand that the Iron Town is split. There's, uh... Those that are loyal to, uh, the magistrate, and there's the captain that named himself, uh, the new lord. Half the soldiers went with him, half the other soldiers went with the magistrate. Takran looks really stunned. His mouth hangs open in dismay. He looks towards his companions. He looks towards um, Feedhelm, Morwen, uh, towards Rogan. The confusion is playing on his face. He, he doesn't know what to do. Given by the look of you, I, I guess that you were you were taking your wagon up to Iron Town. I, I. It looks like you're gonna have to decide what to do once you can get there. We're supposed to be reinforcing Iron Town, but which? What's that? Doesn't make any sense. my years I've never seen anything quite like it either what's the point of fighting a civil war we have enough enemies north <laughs> I couldn't tell you lad I really couldn't tell you something's got into that captain of his delusions of grandeur I couldn't tell you maybe we could just like send a letter to our Ghosts over at uh, Bolahad. Huh? Do they know? Oh. No, the messenger was killed. Either we go. Messenger. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, well, how are we supposed to walk in there? We're just gonna walk into crossfires at this point. <coughs> it's a suicide mission. Worse than that, they're gonna rip us apart for our supplies. 
No, no, we're not going there without, like, help. Sorry, but if anything, I could try and send a letter to my mom? I just... this is not safe. Would it be better to go to the Queen directly? I don't want to go before the Queen if I don't know what's going on in Iron Town for sure. Agreed. Smart. But... Rogan's right. We can't bring the supplies into Iron Town. Leave it here for now. S sitting duck for the Red Hats. Malcolm, yeah, could you yeah. do one thing for me? Could you do one thing? What? 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 Take the wagon back for us. Take the wagon back? Back where? To the dog. Uh, the, what are they? The dogs of Dan. The dogs of Dan. Wolves of Dan. Wolves of Dan. Bring it back to the wolves of Dan, and pass along the message you gave to us. The captain right. go before the queen. We should have enough authority. Alright, lad. Alright. You talked me into it. Maybe there's one bit of good I can do. Takran extends his hand towards him. And uh, if accepted... Oh. I'm sorry, what? Uh, if accepted, he, he shakes his hand. Alright, yeah. Malcolm uh, greets you and, uh, and hands are shook. Alright, lad, I'll do it. Takran, uh... Alright, Takran wants to look around the inn. He wants to find a defensible place in case the Red Hats come back tonight. Okay, well, I'll describe it in short. Uh, basically, there is the bottom floor, which is a uh, tavern slash inn. And then there's stairs that go up to a second floor where uh, a series of bedrooms are made. Uh, uh, downstairs, uh, there is a larder and there is a kitchens where like meals are cooked and that sort of thing. And there's a central fireplace that goes through all three levels. Perfect. And uh, there's only one stairway up and one stairway down. Correct. Uh, wait. There's one stairway up and then there's another stairway that goes down. Okay. So only one way up and one way down. Correct. Maybe it would be more comfortable to sleep upstairs, so we can have uh, our guys watch the stairs going down. Ideally, it would be easier because all the beds are upstairs. So, Takran's busy doing that, I don't know. But... That's what Takran does. Uh, Feedhelm? What does Feedhelm do? What's downstairs exactly? Downstairs uh, is a. They've got a wine casks there for like beer. They have a series of like animals hung upside down for drawing. They have barrels where salted meats are kind of kept. The whole place is kind of like in disarray as like the red caps that were staying here made a mess of the whole. But with the hours that you've been here, Gerald has kind of done his best to kind of like clean up the. Kind of salvage what's sort of left and clean up the giant mess. And it's just, it's one big open room? <laughs> yeah, more or less. There's nothing, no hidden stuff? No, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's, uh, uh, it, it's not like a it's complex, like a labyrinth. complex labyrinth. No. Okay, so, attack, uh, sorry, not attack room, but, uh, 
Rogan and the princess, what do they wind up doing? Rogan leaves half of the uh, the meal that the the princess gave him next to her, and walks away to start uh, preparing to sleep before his watch. Okay, great. And uh, the princess? Just I don't know, going to be miserable in her corner until it's bedtime. Got it. All right. Yeah. And we'll call that scene. Yeah. All right, good, guys. So that concludes our uh, first little part of the game. And now we move on to scene two. Scene one, uh, keeping Malcolm from killing himself yet again. <laughs> He's a uh, tragic character. He's really tragic. You've been listening to Albion, a story set in the Warhammer fantasy universe. Playing Albion is fun, making Albion is hard. If you're a fan, like and subscribe, join our Facebook, and if you'd like to help us make more episodes, you can contribute. See our page for details, but wait, there's more story yet to unfold. This is one episode of a continuing story. We'll bring you more of Takrin, Fieldhelm, Rolo, and the Nameless soon. Keep watching this space. Somebody turned their vibrator on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm so Peter, sorry. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> nope. That was my phone. <laughs> I silenced it. Cool. Forever. <laughs> All right. So let me get my. Please edit that out. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure, I will. Yeah. <laughs> no.